This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. Hola, amigos! Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. Curveball, Steve Reich! Right down the middle by stupid Sean Payton. Uh, we all thought it was going to be Jameis Winston this week, Brandon. And on Friday morning, uh, some people rolling out of the bed on the West Coast were gifted the news that Taysom Hill is going to start for this New Orleans Saints team. Again, during this holiday season, Brandon, stare into the eyes of your loved ones, much like Sean Payton does into the eyes of Taysom Hill. Uh, the world would be a better place. Really would be. But uh, Hill is going to be at the controls this week in a primo matchup against Atlanta. Where have you moved them in your quarterback ranks? First of all, grumble, 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 grumble. Okay. <laughs> that out of the way, um, there was a lot in that little grumble, by the way, that you can read into yes, if, you, yes. if you would like a lot, to. A lot of four-letter words, I think. Yes, yes. Annoyed, annoying, but uh, I have him ranked 16th right now. Uh, mm. Look, at, I'm not going to play him over someone I feel good about. But around 16, I start to feel like there's questions, and I'm like, okay, this is sort of Tim Tebow could go horribly wrong. It could go horribly or it could go, you know, drastically well. Um, I think there is a wide range of possibilities here. I quickly uh, did a little poll with my athletic colleagues and it's been a whole range. One, what two people had him 27th and 28th ranked quarterbacks this wow. week. Uh, one person said he's basically Lamar Jackson between five and eight overall. I'm splitting the difference on that. I'm going somewhere right in the middle. Uh, I'm a little heavier in the middle. I'm at QB 11 this week. So let, let's uh, put it into perspective for people with a little impromptu game of head-to-head. Tell me you'd rather play this week in your league. And, and granted, look, you ESPN players out there, this doesn't count for you because Taysom Hill impossibly qualifies a tight end. You know, this is yeah. Joe Webb all over again. This is like the Marcus Colston conundrum we had at Yahoo when he was wide receiver tight end eligible. That's bananas. You're going to have a huge advantage here, clearly. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, how about same game, different name, Matt Ryan or Taysom Hill? I am going Matt Ryan, and actually have him at 15. I'm looking at my rankings now. I actually have Taysom Hill at 15. So, uh, but I'm going Matt Ryan. I am Matt Ryan at 10. Taysom Hill at 11. Taysom Hill or Carson Wentz drawing the Cleveland Browns on the road. Yeah, without Miles Garrett for the Cleveland Browns, big difference. I have Carson Wentz at 10 now, and so I will take Wentz over Taysom Hill. Yeah, definitely an upgrade there. But I have Wentz one spot behind Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill or Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow at 13, as I said, Taysom Hill at 15. Oh, look at that. How convenient. Joe Burrow 13 for me. And again, Taysom Hill at number 11. So there you go. There's your Taysom Hill minute here on the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Again, we're presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Go there right now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up. Promo code FTN. TN. You get a free $5 game on the house as a new user. It's just you against the house. A DFS game unlike any other. More or less over or under on your favorite player props that are out there. Strain together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the over or the under, the more cash you put into your grubby little hands. So go there right now. MonkeyNightFight.com and sign up with that promo code F. T-N. Let's get to it on this Friday with the Fantasy Five. 
number five. All right, starting things off, let's talk a little Damian Harris here. Here was a line at MKF, a fun buns. It is 67 and a half rush yards. And you know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm going to break out the sledgehammer and take the over on this. It's Houston for crying out loud. No defense is allowed a higher YPC. No defense is allowed more rush yards per game. Over 154 to be exact to the running back position. Harris has really impressed us. You know, we've been critical of him in the past, uh, but it, it's hard to dispute the production that he is getting, consistently getting chunk gains on first down. Uh, being that early down plow for this New England Patriots offense, 3.18 yak per attempt. Yeah, he's only forced a missed tackle 12.6% of the time. But again, it's matchup, matchup, and more about the match. Matchup as the Texans, as a collective, have allowed the second most fantasy points to the running back position. I think he goes over the century mark yet again, much like he did against the Baltimore Ravens. So, fade or follow my over 67 and a half rush yards for the former Alabama Slamma. I'm inclined to fade you just so the juju evens out here. I am not, I'm worried about the overconfidence we're getting in a New England running back, especially with Sony Michelle. Off, you know, off the IR, back in practices, but I'm with you, man. I just can't help but just look at what Damian Harris has done. The eye test is, is to me, showing him to be phenomenal. They're run block- blocking really well. You can run on Houston all day long, and this little combination that they have right now going with Rex Burkhead and Damian Harris, I think Belichick is kind of liking it. So. Yeah. I don't think he's going to rock that boat. The radio silence on Sony Michelle is music to my ears because I have Damian Harris in a few spots. I am with you. I will take the over in a great matchup this week. All right, let's go ahead and head on Damian. Damian Harris or uh, Savannah Ahmed? Oh, gosh. Hold on. You're too fast. You're quick draw. I'm trying to get my running back rankings up. Just have my quarterback. Okay, I'll give up. you let's my see. answer. It's, uh, it is Damian Harris by two spots. I'm at 13. I have Ahmed at 15. Oh, look at me. Damian Harris at 15, Hakmed at 17. Oh, interesting. Uh, how about Damian Harris or Todd Gurley in the arthritic knee going against the Saints? Uh, Gurley's barely tucked inside my top 20 right now. I got him at 16, and again, I got Harris at 13. Last one, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been kind of a massive disappointment, and will Kansas City actually run the ball against Vegas under the primetime lights or Damian Harris? I actually think El Hilaire has – Alaire has more upside, but currently have him ranked at one spot behind Damian Harris. I have CH at 17, and again, Harris at 13. So there's your point of view. Don't screw us, Belichick! Number four. All right, moving on. Let's go to Robbie Anderson, 70.5, receiving yards. Hey, what's that bear doing? Um <laughs> We have a change of quarterback, more than likely, as Teddy Bridgewater, a game-time call, unlikely to play according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. So it's going to be P.J. Walker, the former XFLer, under center, a guy that's a pint size for the quarterback position. I mean, he's not like Kyler Murray, you know, pick him up and put him in your pocket, little. Uh, but five foot 11, 214 pounds, decent arm. Um, you know, we'll see what he can do, kind of a scoring duelist of sorts. Uh, but Robbie Anderson, 70.5 receiving yards against Detroit. What do you say? I'm actually going to take the under here. I, I just got trust issues with Walker. Uh, I think it's going to be more of a short field passing game, which should benefit uh, Curtis Samuel probably more than anybody. Maybe DJ Moore finally gets more involved in some of these design screens, which they've gotten away from and abandoned. I know Anderson has many branches on the route tree, but you know, it may take him six catches, seven catches to hit the over here. Uh, you can certainly you know, take advantage of the Detroit Lions defensively uh, through the air. They've given up a 7.7 YPA and 272.3 pass yards per game, the 13th most air yards as well, but I- I'm feeling like five catches, maybe 60 yards. 
Uh, so definitely an under for me for Anderson. Fade or follow? Yeah, I'm also more on the under and following you because, you know, Anderson, what has he done the last three weeks? 48 yards, 63 yards, 21 yards. He's took a, a pretty big downturn, and that's kind of been when the upturn of Curtis Samuel. And I, I really like Curtis Samuel uh, paired with the backup quarterback here. I mean, Will Greer, if it's not P.J. Walker, still uh, we don't know 100% is going to be Walker, but either way, you would feel like Samuel's in a pretty good spot uh, to help out a backup quarterback. So I'm with you. I don't think Anderson's going to put up the big numbers that we've seen early in the year. I'm kind of more in line with what he's done lately, which has been well under this number. All right, let's do head-to-head on him. Chase Claypool or Robbie Anderson? Claypool, 100%. Yeah, I got Claypool at 14, and I have slid Anderson all the way down to 20 this week, and it may go a little bit further. Uh, Will Fuller or Robbie Anderson? Will Fuller. 100% Will Fuller for me. Last one, Justin Jefferson or Robbie Anderson? Justin Jefferson. Yeah, it's not even close. It's Dallas for crying out loud. So there you go. Robbie Anderson, uh, value arrowing down. Number three. All right, let's move on to the running back position. And uh, one of the most frustrating running back conundrums every single week is figuring out who is going to win the Colts hot hand. Uh, Let's guess it. Come on down. It is like a game show. Uh, right now in Indiana. And Jonathan Taylor's fantasy points line at monkeynightfight.com, just 9.5, Brandon. And you know what? I, I think I'm going to take the over uh, because it's Green Bay. And what do we know about Green Bay, Brandon? Uh, they're generous to running backs. Give me a 4.57 yards per carry, 154 total yards per game, 15 combined touchdowns, third most fantasy points to the position. You know, Taylor's probably going to get what he's been getting here of late, even though he's only played about a third of the snaps, anywhere between 11 to 13 touches. Sure, you're going to get some Jordan Wilkins. Sure, you're going to get some Naheem Hines. But maybe this is the game that Taylor finally lives up to some of the potential that many of us placed on him after Marlon Mack exited stage left week one. It just hasn't come to fruition, but might just get a taste of that this week. So fade or follow my over 9.5 fantasy points on the rookie out of the University of Wisconsin. Uh, And this is PPR points? Yes, it is. It's not a big number. Uh, Not a big number. I got to believe. I got to believe. The matchup's good. They've they've kind of, you know, relegated him to – just secondary duty of, of late. They got to give him another chance. I feel it. Uh, I will take the over as well. All right. Well, let's uh, again put in perspective with some head to heads to give people <laughs> some idea of what to expect with Jonathan Taylor compared to some of the other players that are out there. Uh, with the news that DeAndre Swift uh, looking increasingly unlikely to play, and what a major bummer that is, Adrian Peterson or Jonathan Taylor? I will take Adrian Peterson. I've got Peterson at 24 now, and I'm thinking about creeping him up a little bit more. Yeah. I got Taylor at 25. I'm with you there. Kalen Blage or Jonathan Taylor? I'm actually going to go Kalen Blage. <laughs> it's so 2020. Uh, I'm with you there. It really does hurt. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm disappointed with the Blage barometer all out of whack now, but I know. I'm going in Kalen Blage as well. Uh, last one LaMichael P. Ryan or Jonathan Taylor? Uh, I'm going to go LaMichael P. Ryan, putting my trust in that Jets backfield and Adam Gase saying that he wants to turn to him as a feature back. Uh, Why do I feel like this one's fraught with peril as well? Uh, Yeah, I I feel like I have a prostate problem because I can't go P. Ryan. (laughs) So I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor there. Number two. All right, let's move on. Uh, Let's talk about a guy we've already mentioned, uh, Saban. 
Ahmed, you're really excited because you're a University of Washington enthusiast. And, um, you know, you've had a lot of mediocre backs. And, you know, Miles Gaskin was that guy. Uh, he had, he's had his moment in the sun. And now in the same location, Ahmed is having his. You get the Denver Broncos. Matt Breida more than likely going to be back in uniform for this Miami Dolphins team. But remember, Jordan Howard uh, actually now back in Philadelphia. Uh, they pulled him off the trash. He's no longer part of this equation. Uh, the line is modest. It's just 54 and a half. So I'm taking the over here, and you know, the guy played 84% of the snaps for crying out loud last week and was highly productive. 21 rush attempts, 85 yards, had a touchdown, 2.78 yak per attempt. And you look at the Broncos. You know, they are in the glue factory, Brandon. They are kibbles and bits at this point. Kirby the Gambler loves them. He's been feasting on them here in the Mile High City. 4.5 yards per carry, 118 rush yards per game. That is what Denver has given up the last five weeks. They're done. Uh, so I think Ackman, even if he gets like, I don't know, 14 to 16 attempts, I think he'll get to 60 yards. I think he's going to find the end zone again. Again, we got him uh, inside the top 20 this week. So you got to fade or follow my over on 54 and a half rush yards for the UW product. This is a complete love fest. It's like hippies from the ni- from 1969 here. Uh, summer, uh, the winter of love for us because I'm with you on this. Look at uh, Tua's starts. 22 pass attempts, 28 pass attempts, 25 pass attempts. The plan right now is this emerging defense, helping keep the game competitive. Tua not making mistakes, making you know smart plays in the passing game, and then being able to just lean on that backfield. And it's been one guy. Been, it's been Miles Gaskin and now Salvin Ahmed, and even if Matt Breida gets into this game, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot. I think Brian Flores likes having a main guy out there, and right now that's Ahmed. So not a daunting matchup, and I expect something close to 20 touches from Ahmed, so I'll take the over. Sockmed! Get him in your lineup this week. Number one. All right, last and maybe least, Mike Evans, my cousin. 58 and a half receiving yards, a line of monkey knife fight. And you know where I'm going with this. Under yeah. all day long, way too high of a number. Uh, you look at the Los Angeles Rams, only three wide receivers have gone over this proposed total this season. Jalen Ramsey is a true blue shutdown corner. It's like Rivas Island all over again. Uh, it is Ramsey Island uh, with a 76.3 passer rating, 0.56 yards per snap allowed. And, and the problem with Evans is this, you know, he's been a roller coaster ride this season. He hasn't been healthy. Now he's, he's healthy right now. You know, he's got a decent chance, a fair probability of finding the end zone, Brandon. Uh, but again, the Rams have allowed the fewest fantasy points of wide receivers. They're only giving up 221.1 pass yards per game. That's 6.4 YPA. The second fewest total air yards per game. There's a lot trending in the wrong direction here for Evans to hit the over. So I think the under comfortably is going to hit. Fade or follow. Yeah, I think this is a touchdown or bust kind of game for Evans. And I think another problem, maybe the biggest problem, is there's going to be pressure on Tom Brady and pressure right up the gut, which is death knell for him. So uh, with Aaron Donald pushing that pocket, yep. I think that's that's all kinds of trouble. Brady's probably going to be doing a lot of quick release dump offs that does not favor Mike Evans. I, I think he could be. 20 to 30 yards below this. I will take the under. Yeah, I've got him at wide receiver 32 presently, and I'm thinking about moving him down. So let's do a little head-to-head with him. Uh, Mike Evans or Travis Fulgham? Travis Fulgham. Uh, Give me Fulgham. Mike Evans or Marvin Jones with Kenny Galladay back? Mm, I'm going to go Marvin Jones. It could change based upon any kind of reports about Matt Stafford's thumb. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I'm leaning slight at slight lean toward Mike Evans. Uh, last one, Mike Evans or CeeDee Lamb? 
I actually got C.D. Lamb. I think this could be a decent game for him. I, I kind of agree with you on that mm-hmm. one. And there you go. That is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Please follow Brandon Funson on Twitter, at Brandon Funson. All of his excellent work and his colleagues as well at The Athletic. You can follow me at Noisy Wavos and check out all my work and my colleagues' work too at FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, and FTNBets.com. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S. They get 10% off your subscription today. Drop us a rating and a review. And until next time, Adios, amigos!